Welcome to Local Drag. It's a podcast about local drag queens and their thoughts and opinions on RuPaul's Drag Race and the world of drag. My name is Laveau Contraire, and I'm the voodoo queen of New Orleans, here to put you all under my spell. Tune in each week as I interview one of my favorite squirrel friends and recap the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and give our unfiltered opinion on the queens of season 13 and Drag Race UK. <laughs> I am here today with Zanny X. You may know her from Mississippi, but she has recently moved to Kansas City. And uh, how are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm doing good. I like it a lot. And the environment is much different. Uh, the people are nicer. And it's just really fun. I enjoy it a lot. Okay, she just knocked out three of my questions right off the bat because I want to know the <laughs> details. What's the difference between Mississippi and Kansas City? Why did you move? You know, is it because of drag? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I've, I lived here prior. So I've, I lived here a, lo- a very long time ago. Like and baby I'm, long ago or what? Like baby, I was like 18, 19. So like baby gay long ago. Oh, cute. Um, I didn't know this about her. So what made yeah, you so I actually, um, well, so <laughs> this is you're like, oh damn, that got dark. Um, <laughs> I moved here with my ex, and then things did not work out, and then I developed a very intense uh, drug addiction. Oh. So my parents found out, and my parents were like, oh, uh, don't support that, and so like, we're gonna come get you. Um, and then I packed up my stuff and bounced and went back to Mississippi, and was like, it's fine, I'll find myself a good southern country boy and in walked Christina Carr um. <laughs> and so you did okay wait, wait wait rewind 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 is that why your name is Danny X <laughs> no <laughs> no um I picked Danny X just because um it starts with the letter Z and so like uh-huh. you know like when in like in high school they're always like or not high school in like middle school you had to make those like weird poems that matched your name uh-huh. so it was like the first letter was like Z and the next letter was A and it'd be like I don't know, like if a girl named Beth, it'd be like, beautiful, electric, terrific, heroic, Beth. Like mine was always Zach. And the only word that I could think of was either Zanny or Zesty. So I'd be like, Zanny. Zanny is a artistic. word. It's Zanny. Oh. Z-A-N-Y. I have a Mississippi education. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Okay, so yes, it is zany, but I think it's great that you added an extra in and made it X because Xanax. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so that it was a drug reference because I do such, um, I don't know, like artistically slow numbers that Uh people fall asleep while I perform. Oh, not she's giving Ambien. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, not a self-read in the name. I'm so done. That's hilarious. (laughs) The first, the first drag name I ever wanted was Donatella Lie. Ooh! But I was like, that's really expensive, and I was like, and I know every drag queen needs like two to three years before they look expensive, and I'm not about to go up on a stage with my name being called Donatella, looking in a fashion over fit with a busted face, and well, people being that's like, where I the don't lie see it. comes in. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the lie comes in. So look forward to brand. Uh, oh my god, Zanny's rebrand. <laughs> Zanny's rebranny, um, where she will become Donatella Lie. <laughs> uh, Zanny rebrandy. <laughs> Donna May Tell a Lie. 
I love the, the added May. Uh, you know, just to make it Southern. Oh, that's so funny. So you hinted at doing artistic drag. Your drag is one of my faves because I love how you blend like the sci-fi supernatural with your glamour and just the fact that you're a very statuesque like woman and it's so great to see but mississippi wasn't ready for all that were they no and it was i mean i do love some people and i do love a little bit of mississippi um you mean a lot but it was hard because (laughs) (laughs) i don't know her (laughs) (laughs) well i think she said some nice things about you on the last episode but no i stand her she's she's an icon and we we've been friends forever um and people always ask me, like, how are you guys friends for so long? And I'm like, because we're so mean to each other. <laughs> <laughs> because we um, actually tell each other the truth. <laughs> that, and then, um, it's just stupid. But yeah, I do miss her. Um, but yeah, Mississippi, it's cute. And it's the hard part is it's directly in between New Orleans, which is, like, really fun and creative. And you can do things in a whole different element. Um, and then Mobile, which is very like classic traditional pageant drag mm-hmm. and then Havisburg, which is very college drag. So it's like all three demographics surrounding you. Ugh. And then like Biloxi, they want all of it in one. And so it's really hard to do in one um, bar, <laughs> in one bar <laughs> with seven patrons okay, <laughs> and seven drink tickets. Oh my God, don't get me started on drink tickets. That's what we're not doing in 2021. How about that? Um, No more drink tickets. Yeah, so you've gotten a little bit of experience. Alada was talking on the last episode about how she just moved to New York and she ain't dabbled in the scene yet. But you have dabbled in the scene in KC, right? Yes. Um, I've performed at Queen Priscilla's, which is a really cute... um, it's like a little restaurant, but they do drag here. And so I've got to perform there a few times. Um, 60 actually performed in like their big, like not the beginning show. They're like newcomer. I don't know. It's like an open stage kind of. Yeah. And they won that competition, which is really exciting. Hey. And then I know I was like, come through. Um, and then now I'm going to be starting at hamburger Mary's hey. in May. Love that. So I'm very excited. It's a competition, but I'm very excited for that. And then I've just like connected with a lot I actually knew, like, I guess a lot of people knew of me before I got here. Come on, reputation. So it was weird. Yeah, so it was weird because I, I mean, some people were, I'm sure, not happy about it. Um, Don't worry about that. But I, like, got here and, like, already knew people and people already knew of me. So I already, like, came with a platform, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's called being connected. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Get connected. Okay, part of the way that like industries work is is networking and knowing people, so it just happened to help you out. So that's that's great. I love that for you. Um well, I'm wishing you so much luck out there. I hope to make it out there at some point, uh, you know. <laughs> you should. They would eat you up. And I've told the other day, I don't know if you got like if you were checking got random followers, but like <laughs> I was drunk at a bar and I was like, add this queen. Oh and, like, was typing your name on That's people's so devices. funny because I literally haven't posted anything on any social medias uh, for a while now. And <laughs> I need to get back to it. I've just been like, you do rebranding and like taking a break and working on my mental health, you know, all of that jazz. Um, you just got into full drag and wore hips for our viewing party. Yeah. Recording. Four days ago. That is the only. And you're thing like, I'm I love doing. taking. 
post those photos oh yeah okay well see the thing is is i was running myself ragged because for a moment there i was posting something new every single day and i was like i'm gonna keep this up all year and i'm gonna have 365 different little rows of instagram and (laughs) then i was like it's quarantine it's covid what were you thinking and I burnt out a little bit. I just had so much backed up that I just wanted to do it. And now I'm like, if you're going to do something like that, you need to make it more realistic, first of all. And you need to also have content back up, like I said, that like you can already post if you don't feel like it that day. Because for me, that... I get knocked off my momentum and then I'm just like, why bother? You're a failure. And that's not nice. That's <laughs> literally I... A thousand. I tried to do it this two years ago. I was like, I'm gonna do a makeup look every day of hollow of October. Halloween. You gotta do that shit in September. Um, you gotta do that shit in uh, July. <laughs> that part, I did the first time I did it, and on day five, because I was doing such like intense looks, I had an allergic reaction and couldn't do any more, and I was so devastated. Uh, um, and then this year, I was like, I'm gonna start it in September, and I did. And it went really well, but I still only did 10 looks. Okay. And then so it sounds like you need to start I ran out of momentum. You need to start now. Uh, run, yeah. <laughs> write out all 30 looks and start doing them now. Just don't post them. And then that way, come October, you just got to write up a caption and post every day. Wouldn't that be sickening? <laughs> oh, my God. Iconic. I would be doing none of the work. That's, I mean, you did the work. Well, no. You did it in the past. I did the work. So you yeah. got past me. <laughs> I did, took care of future me. That's how you have to do it. That's what I'm trying to get myself in the mode of like the things I'm doing today, that's for future me. Okay. We're trying to set ourselves up for success. So I once, um, I dated this guy and he had this logic and he was like, yeah, I live by the motto of three U's. And I was like, okay. And he was like, there's past you, there's future you, and there's present you. This. And I was like, okay. And he was like, you, when you're in feeling unmotivated, like present you feels like, eh, you have to be like, no, I'm getting out of bed and going to the gym because future me deserves it. Ooh. Then when future you goes to the gym and everything, and then you like, you get, you know, you feel good. You're like, wow. And you thank past you for motivating you to get there. So you reward yourself in the present moment by like doing something nice for yourself I love and i was this. like get away from me with that oh, i love that but now yeah now i'm like tea and so anytime i'm having a bad day i'm like no future you deserves better and then i'm like thank you past me i'm gonna go spend every ounce of money in my bank account to reward myself that doesn't and sound good for future you um but like, no future, future I, I haven't figured but i think yeah, i haven't figured out the case i think there's also a lot of uh merit to pass you coming into the present you know where you come into situations that might be triggering or that remind you of something that happened in your childhood or your past and you have to be able to tell yourself like no that's past me i'm gonna stick with present me and i'm gonna respond to this situation in real time instead of just uh you know copying and pasting what happened in the past you know exactly you know, and that's just more therapy talk. That's what we're going to get into after Drag Race, okay? Is the real conversations. <laughs> but right now, we got to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race, okay, mama? <laughs> so, RuPaul's best race. <laughs> RuPaul's frack race, what? RuPaul, what? <laughs> you, better, you better cut that out. <laughs> no, look, if RuPaul <laughs> listens to this podcast, she probably ain't going to let me on the show. Let me just be real. Um, 
So I got to be prepared for that. And I got to stand up in my truth because you know what? It do take nerve. <laughs> it do take charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Okay, and save the planet. Don't let RuPaul frack for the rest of her life. We got to bust up in there. What if we get every drag queen in America to like storm RuPaul's fracking ranch like they stormed Area 51? <laughs> Or the capital, but less less violent. I mean, maybe more violent. This is RuPaul's compound we're talking, okay? Think about the, the Bob Mackies in there. The Bob Mackies. Okay, everything. think about the garments that she must have. The sweatpants she wears under okay, her dress. The when face keenies. <laughs> the face keenies. Forever in my life. That'll be a choice that I don't understand. I mean, the, I, she must have like purple. That's her uniform at home, you know, purple hoodie, face candy to keep everything tight and in place. She paid a lot of money for that face. And I, you know, I don't blame her. Honestly, because all us broke ass drag queens could do is talk about it on podcast. She's making millions. <laughs> so, you know. At the end of the day, who wins? RuPaul. Every season. <laughs> RuPaul. Every but season. Speaking. RuPaul's win race. <laughs> RuPaul's RuPaul race. <laughs> RuPaul, RuPaul, RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> so who is your favorite drag queen of all time? Um, it could be drag race specific, or it could be someone from not on drag race. I could have found any more elegant um, way to say that. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my favorite drag entertainer would be Walk of Shame. Like, I am obsessed with them. Oh. And they're super talented and super friendly and one of the nicest people I think I've ever met in my life. And so funny. I love that. And then um, also Faludes. Like, that's a, it's a it's a hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, I appreciate them passionately. And then you as well. Aww, you are one of my top dogs. The local drag, local drag. Shout out. Walk of shame, Faludes, and me. <laughs> wow, I'm in such a good company. Thank you. Um, oh, and Blackberry. Oh, I love Blackberry as well. I love Blackberry, too. Oh, greatness. Okay, okay. Yes. There is a queen here, um, local drag. There's a queen here. Her name is Scarlett Von Du, And she is so gorgeous and so talented and so captivating and she's like just yeah (laughs) she like just got i think she got adopted in like a couple moments before i moved here she's still like youthful like in the drag world but she is so talented it's oh my god (laughs) i love that uh your favorite drag queens are all local queens that's so different how zanny How Zan? How, how quirky! Oh, I love it. But speaking of the show, what's your favorite lip sync or Drag Race moment? Oh, dear God! Okay, let me think about this. Um, my favorite lip sync. It's I liked um Brooklyn Heights. The Demi Lovato. Sorry, not sorry. That one like lives in my head rent free. That was her versus um, who. Evie Oddly, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Evie was good, too. That was her and Evie Oddly. Okay, so iconic lip sync. They're both assassins. Freaking sickening. Definitely a top ten. Oh, and Lemon. Um, Shoot, when Lemon performed, I don't, it was when they went, the, she went home first during Drag Race Canada. Um, Canada. 
that lip sync, they were performing the Carly Rae Jepsen song. And when she like spun around and squatted, I was like, that sent me. That was everything I needed. <laughs> but she went that home first. such a random obscure moment. And I love that. <laughs> I wish she spun and she like, she was standing. And then when she ended, she was sitting and it was so smooth that I was like, I will forever sit like that anywhere I go. And I tried it once and fully almost broke my ankle. I bet. Never oh my God. It, so. I'm going to have to look at it so I can figure out how to do it. But um, that brings us to season 13. How are you feeling about this season? The season that never ends. Um, so, per- yeah, I feel bad for the cast personally. Um, because it's such a long, like as a viewer, I am super like burnt out mm-hmm. on it, I guess. Um, but I know it's not their fault. Like I know that they had the whole moment where like they were supposed to do celebrity and that got dropped because of COVID. And so they had to like fill up the time slots. So I know they like extended it and that was a production decision. And I, part of me is very thankful that we get to see more of the Queens because it's nice to be able to see someone for more than just five minutes of episode one. Like I get to actually connect right. with them, but, and like the, the runway looks iconic, you know, it's just like it, the drag is like RuPaul's Drag Race is such a, is such a weird moment where it's like, it's becoming so top notch and they have people who obviously aren't top notch kind of mixed in with it. So it's like two demographics mixing together and it's not, I don't think it's registering. Yeah. In my I opinion. think it's interesting. Somebody said something. Uh, was it on a podcast? It might have been on Bobby Monet's podcast. A lot of my references come from there, and I have no shame because I absolutely love them. So anyway, um, they were talking about how like a lot of the shows queens are younger, and they're wondering if they're like. I think somebody asked Bob and Monet if they thought that they were like scraping the bottom of the barrel of drag queens, and I was just like, "Honey, this person must not know drag queens." Because while there are a lot of young drag queens being born every day, there are tons of drag queens who have been doing it for years. That it's part. so interesting. I think that, I mean, everything is, the show is, I don't know, everything about the show is becoming so overproduced, which like, I know it's like eye roll, everyone says that. But it's hard when you see like, like I just, I would, I would like it better not knowing anyone and being like, oh, like, or like knowing like someone local made it. And you're like, that's cute. Like, oh my God, like I, like they're an icon for my hometown. Like I, I would love to see them, you know, do good. Like I'm excited to watch this. And you see them bring themselves to the stage and it not be 100% polished or like the best, like it's what they have currently. And it's like those type of challenges versus like seeing these where it's like, oh, like this is insert famous drag queens like sister this is insert favorite drag queen's best friend this is someone who's already very well successful this is a uh, social media celebrity like i would like to see more themselves on the stage and less like oh that's the same 10 designers that have done designs for the right past. right I you know think, what i mean i think the problem is that a lot of times we want the show to reflect drag as it stands in america And the show doesn't really do that. It's kind of like its own like criteria of what it makes, what makes a drag. It's RuPaul's criteria of what makes a drag superstar. And a lot of times what's missing there is that they're also making a good TV show. Um, So they don't want a season full of Tamisha Imans because like, I guarantee you 
if they had a level playing field with the amount, like the representation that they had and had like a bunch of like veterans of drag all together, it would be a bloodbath and it would be amazing to watch. But it's more interesting to see Olivia, who's been doing drag for a, a year, uh, come on and do really well because that's an underdog story and because she's going to clash with the older girls potentially, you know? Um, and plus she might yeah. fall on her ass and we love to see that, don't we? So I feel like they, they're doing a very interesting thing with casting, especially considering the fact that, you know, like you said about hometown girls, all these girls left are from the two coasts, LA and New York. <laughs> That. And that's interesting to me because there's so much drag out there. Like, please come get me out of New Orleans. <laughs> like, that, not get me out of New Orleans. That part. Recognize that there is such good talent down here because I want to go on the show and hardcore represent. I want to use like local designers. I want to like change it up a little bit. Um, and I think Utica tried to do that on this season. Yeah. I agree. And that's the thing too, is like, I don't know, like I would love to see more that like you, Zamaria, um, a lot of myself, Andy Black. You're just naming like, your friends at this point. That type. No, well, I mean, that's just like things that I would like to see, you know, have that opportunity. And I, you know, I would like to see more Heidi, you know, Heidi yeah, like Widow Von cases, Dude, pun intended. Like, Widow Von Dude, like, like and that's, fucking city. like Silky. Think about Silky. Well, I mean, she Silky, uh, anyway. Crystal Method, who was a huge success, like, um, all those people, but it's like this, this season alone was like two or three people that didn't know anyone. And then everyone else was someone who knew someone who had previously right. been on the show. Yes, it was. And so it's like, obviously they're going to have the money and the, the background and the people, the resources to pull out these like 10 out of 10 looks, but like, it kind of gets it kind of gets like not overwhelming, but it's like, okay, like that's like, it, it loses its right. It loses its like, like believability, I guess. Cause like, I don't know, but walking to the workroom, looking at who they picked for this season. If I was an average viewer, I feel like I would think like, now how did you get this one next to this? Like you telling me these, the best drag queens we got that, Joey J very that. And so you can tell that Kamara. it's like, Joey <laughs> Something ain't adding up. Like, questions. So, you know. It seems like they probably have, like, four producers, and they all are, like, pick three. Way more. Um, And I think that... (laughs) I think they have a ton. (laughs) Like, I think it's a lot of people that are watching these videos, and then they have to, like, pass a certain number of, like, approvals, I think. I'm not sure. I'm not. But... I just know that, you know, your audition tape has to have a certain number of views before it ever, you know, crosses Mama Roo's desk. So <laughs> that means they showing it to somebody on staff. That <laughs> that was me with my Camp Wanakiki um, audition video. I literally was like, I'm going to watch these view counts for the every rest of day, my life. Every hour. <laughs> and it was like one, <laughs> one, one, one. And then it was like two. And I was like, ooh. And then it went to three. 
and then I jumped to five, and then I was like, oh, damn, and then uh, it stopped at sounds five. Sounds like my Drag Race audition, babe. So anyway, <laughs> speaking of season 13, <laughs> we are at the final four. It is episode 14, if you can believe it, and we are going to talk all about it right after this. So... The girls go back into the workroom and Olivia just went home. How do you feel? Um, I really liked Olivia, honestly. They were someone that I wanted to see in top four. That's so shocking so. to me. I just can't get over the one year in drag thing. Like, if, uh, one year into drag, I would not be where Olivia was. What the hell? Oh, very that, though. Um, but, like, they made it, you know? She has a team behind her. She has somebody who now she got a praying grandma. She got a praying grandma, and I think we got <laughs> she to got see a it. few. Okay, she got some people. She somebody. God loves her. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> she is truly God's favorite because I just wouldn't know anything to be on Drag Race after a year. But I guess you know New York has some of the best drag in the world, according to this show. And maybe that environment just fosters a lot of growth in a very short amount of time. Because she definitely was a very good queen on the show. She's going to be booked for life, I think. Yeah, she'll be good. Um, I honestly think it's the networking. Like, so much of drag is around networking. Mm-hmm. And if you know the right people, you know the right people, you know? Yeah, but I also think there's just still a lot that you just learn through experience. Like, I think she's still learning, like, her face. She had, like, one makeup shape. Um, I think she's also got a lot to learn performance-wise as far as, like, how some of the lip syncs went. They weren't bad. She did a great job. But I think that you could see her youthfulness in some of those. But at the end of the day, (laughs) baby, she is doing better than me at a year. Okay? Better than me at six years where I am today. So... Oh, my gosh. You're so, so old. I don't even think of that as old. Like, I still feel like I'm a just baby. kidding. Um, <laughs> I know. How long you been doing drinks? <laughs> three, three or four. Oh, wow. Like, three. like Rose. Rose has also been doing drag for three years. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> that is I know. When so I thought I was like a child. I and then Coochie was like, me too. And I was like, a child. Right. It's like so interesting. <laughs> these queens who've only been doing drag for just a little while. Like, little little while are on the show and doing the thing that's so inspiring i just like okay i can do this i don't know why i thought i couldn't <laughs> if olivia lux can get on there after a year and show out and do such a great job you know we can too <laughs> we can too um so anyway simone has won four challenges rose has won three mick won the ball and the snatch and candy she won the roast and she's been in the bottom three times. So they're sizing <laughs> themselves up and seeing like how they stand. Um, Simone's like, which ones did I win? Let me, and Candy's like, just say four. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about them seeing who's got the most wins? Um, I don't know. I mean, per- I just like it's hard because you can obvi- like you can see everyone's storyline and you can tell that that's why they're there. Mm-hmm. So it's like you guys ob- like obviously winning is not what's keeping you in the top four. That's why Candy's there, um, right? So it almost seems it's just like 
I don't know. It just seems like there's there's some juice that I would like to hear instead. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but this is the, the this this episode to me always feels like the like La La Land Candyland version of Drag Race because there's nothing negative ever. Like they don't even go in on anyone's mistakes during the challenge because it's just so overwhelmingly positive, right? I think that it's like a filler episode no matter what, but like there's a, there are ways that you can make a filler episode not feel like a filler episode. Yeah. And I don't found- think that they did that with this episode. I think they did everything that could make it feel like a filler episode and was like, we're doing it. Yeah. I think if they found one fatal flaw for each person and kind of capitalized on that to make it seem like, well, if this person doesn't win, here's why. I think that that would be more interesting Um, But I also just think that, yeah, like you said, it's just filler. But I do like how you commented on their storylines, because at this point, they're literally just driving that point home. And you said that, like, obviously winning doesn't isn't why you're there. But I think winning is why Rosé is there. You know, like, I think that she very well could have not been there. She could have been jammed on the musical episode, just like Jan. Um, But (laughs) (laughs) but um she won three challenges and it's just like she's total perfection like RuPaul said so I think that that brought her here yeah I definitely was not a fan of I don't say I was not a fan of Rosé Rosé was just not one of my top selected individuals from the beginning Um, I didn't know what to expect I just thought you know she's gonna be just like yeah (laughs) and they're they're very talented and they're very kind um and I enjoyed them for sure. Absolutely. I just like, I guess I just wanted a, a deeper story. When you, when you're up there with so many storylines and you don't have that deep of one. Yeah. It just kind of, it's very, it, it kind of grazes you out, I guess. Yeah. And, and so I would like to see a little bit more vulnerability and like humble, not humbleness. Cause they're very humble, but you know what I mean? Like more heart. I don't know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's ultimately what's going to cost her the crown, but I think it's hard because on one hand, I want it to be about the drag and I want it to be about the fact that Rosé has won three challenges and fuck it if you don't like her personality or if you think that she's too perfect or whatever. That doesn't matter because it's about who's the best, right? But that's not what it's about because it's not about who's the best. It is about who is America's next drag superstar. And that means that you also have to be good reality TV and you also have to like steal America's heart, really. And Rosé's just not doing that um, the way that some of the other contestants are. That, I just think maybe if they opened up a little bit like they said, whenever they they tried to throw the ad at the very at the very end of it, where they were like, "Break up your dancing, like don't be so structured, like you need to loosen up, like we need to see you for you." But they've been saying that like, all season. <laughs> if she yeah, got it so by it's now. like if, if <laughs> that part. If she ain't made it by top, if she ain't opened up by top four, she ain't opening up. Yeah, like the, her door's closing, you know. So yeah, not her drag door, but like the workroom door is closing. So it's a new day in the workroom. And they start talking about what they're going to do with the prize money. And everybody's like, oh, I'm totally going to reinvest in my drag. And I'm like, yes. And Candy's like, I just want to (laughs) vote. And I was like, uh, okay. I love it. Candy's going to live on that boat. And we're... Candy said, I'm going to get a boat and go with it. Okay, like, New Orleans is going to go underwater. We're going to be looking at Candy on her boat for a life jacket. 
<laughs> she like, I didn't get a life jacket. I spent all my money on the boat. Okay, okay, baby. But like, the polar ice caps are going to melt, and then the sea level is going to rise, and Candy Muse will be there on her boat laughing. On her boat. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's what you get with your new drag. Okay. <laughs> she bought a boat. But in the main challenge, they have to see who's going to be lucky this week because they are starring in RuPaul's new video for Lucky. Is it a music video at this point? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was a music. I counted it as a music video. Okay, cute. It was kind of cute. Yeah, I love the set vibe that it was like, we're on a set. Anyway, um, so they get to write original verses and sing and dance to this RuPaul song. And I love this challenge. Like, even though this is a filler episode, it doesn't mean anything. I love getting to see them write their own verses. What do you think? Oh, no, this is. So this is one of my favorite challenges. But I do feel like the show has gone, like, there was, like, three songs that came out. There's, like, three songs that come out each season. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, like, four. I think think there's three for each franchise, and then adding them all together, there have been six. Because, you know, we had UK Hun, then their finale song. We had, what was the musical? The Rats, the Rusical. And then over here we had the social the media, the, which who wants to listen to that again? Let's be real. That it was uh, that was so a tough bad. one. <laughs> it was so bad. Like Simone was bad, Candy was bad, Miss Toctic was bad. Ugh, just Miss Tina was bad. Oh Lord, Tina was the, pretty much the, probably the, one of the best parts. Shit. I mean, obviously Rose. Oh wait, no, I'm not thinking of that one. I'm thinking of the one where she rapped and it was. A thousand percent. Oh my god, Tina Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Condragulation. Yeah, or we can skip one. that one too. There's so many, but you know what? If they're going number one, make your money, girl. Like RuPaul is a genius for that. Like the girls get something to perform, and the World of Wonder Train keeps rolling. <laughs> I say it, but it is it is one of my favorite. Um, like unconventional challenge, the final four like song challenge, the you know even though I don't like snatch game, the snatch game, mm-hmm. like those are like the significant things. The puppet, the reading challenge, the like those things are like my favorite things of RuPaul's Drag Race. So like I was very hyped for the finale song, and it was very good. Yes, and we'll talk about it a little bit later once we get to the video. But wait, 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 wait! You don't like snatch game? I don't. That's just because you bad at impressions, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but wait, one hundred percent. Why do you not like Snatch Game? I don't like. I like the essence of it, and I like the idea of it. I just don't. So much of it gives me anxiety, and I think it's because I know I would be awful. Oh at it. well, you just gotta fully commit to being that girl, and you know you just. The girl that's bad? Yeah. Like, I mean, you do your best, obviously, <laughs> but like, if you know you're going to be in the bottom, just go ahead and prepare to be in the bottom that week, learn the lip sync immaculately, and then show the fuck out and make sure that you stay. Because you can bounce back from losing the Snatch Game. It's apparent. Like, yeah, this is you true. Know, but I think impressions aren't for everybody. It's so hard, but it's really not about the impression. It's about being funny and thinking on your feet. I think. Yeah. I think the best thing is to find someone 
who is funny and then to already have premeditated conversations that can like you can plug them in yes and then finding someone that matches the element of what you bring to the table as well right because i think almost anything i think anything could be funny it's just about how you tell the joke um but i feel like where people get messed up is they get super caught up in the impersonation of it all or like the pre-written jokes that they have, they try to slam them anywhere they'll fit. And and that's where the nuance comes in. But I respect your decision not to like the challenge, but um, I just had to ask about that. (laughs) (laughs) So Rosé is a songstress and also a raptress. She's letting us know, which is cute. Um, Simone is saying the words funny to the beat, but not singing. She calls it. And then Mick, decides to be super positive with this one instead of being cunty, which is what they said, which I don't think they have, but go off, girl, go off. (laughs) Go off. Do your thing. Like, yeah, you don't need an excuse to be about positivity. I think it's just a good move for the last challenge, you know? Um, But yeah, Yeah. what did you think about them working on their raps? Oh, and Candy Muse is just there, just letting everyone know. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I'm... Um, I thought it was good. I liked it. I liked what everyone brought and I just like seeing what they come up with themselves. And I thought that this was one of the most solidified group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we've got Stockholm syndrome at this point. Like we're just, we've been stuck with them so long that we're just like, yep, this is a great top four. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's, right. a, it's a top three, <laughs> but also like, I don't know, but (laughs) it's been a great season. It's been a great season. Uh, We get to the runway and it's inside a drag race, which is like, I guess, inside the actor's lounge where RuPaul and Michelle are seated super far away and uh, across the aisle from each one of our top four. Mick is up first and they talk from about everything from catholic school to baby got mick what did you think about this <laughs> um gaby uh gaby baby got mick uh i thought that was super funny i think it went well i enjoyed it a lot and i think that they could have gone a little deeper for sure but it was nice to see like a positive moment yeah i guess I it like falls like what you're saying like it's nice to not have to have so much storyline Right. But there is like, I don't know. I just think it could have gone deeper. It could have gone deep. They try to fit it in such a short amount of time that you can't really go that deep. Yeah. And it's also like, this is like an hour long conversation with each of them that they cut into like two minutes. I don't think it is. You know, I think so. I feel like it's probably 30 minutes. See, I thought it was like, their podcast and they sit down a little bit like normally after the show they're I like used to think you know, that. if you want to hear more like tune into the podcast i used to think that but there has never been an episode of the podcast where you actually get to hear these conversations it's just for the show and to promote the podcast <gasps> i'm almost certain i'm almost certain top <laughs> pulls open top google for i have like a sound bite of keyboard clicking just for moments like these when i google <laughs> top four uh, RuPaul podcast because somebody's got to have asked the question by now. Uh, no, mm. 
No. Yeah, so RuPaul does not air those episodes. It's just for the show and just to promote the podcast. <laughs> Confirmed. That blows my mind. I feel lied to. Just a little bit, just a little bit you know. So Rue is clearly fascinated with Gottmik. I really love hearing about it because I feel like Rue's mind is expanding a little bit. Um, and we get to see that a little bit later on the runway when they get choked up just about Mick's story, I guess, and, and their parents. Um, so I could, huh? I have an opinion what do you on think? that. <laughs> um, I bet you have an opinion on that too, honestly. You think she was I'm acting? the only one. Rue? I mean, she is an actress. I, okay, so this is fast forwarding for sure. Um, but, um, sorry, Tristan just sent me another food item and I was like, mm. <laughs> uh, I, okay, so when Gottmik, so you forever ago, Gottmik's parents called them. Mm hmm. And they were like, oh, like, it's so nice. Like, we're so proud of you, Cade. Like, you're doing amazing. And Gottmik started crying. And when they hung up, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that must have been so sweet. And Gottmik was like, yeah, like, that's the first time they've called me by my name, like, ever. So like, it was really good to hear that. Yes. And I understand the TV has to have positive energy and everything. And I understand them not wanting to um, open those conversations in front of everybody. 1,000% respect that person. But, like, as someone who's been sitting in the hot seat when it comes to trans representation and, like, being trans positive, like, to then have a moment where you're crying, telling this person how much you're so proud of them for the love that they have in their life and how to see their support and their unconditional love from their family and, like, how much it means for them to be there when that person has purposely closed doors for other people. And then knowing that there was, like, the, the background of, like, their parents may not be that supportive. We don't know. But like for you to completely dismiss that narrative from the conversation when it's your show and your host and that conversation happened on your yeah. show. I was like, I don't um, got time for this. I was like, I don't got time for this. That's a good way to think about it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's weird. Because I mean, I'm thinking like maybe RuPaul is assuming that everything is fine now. Um, but or I mean, she yeah. usually does this around like they're going to see that you're a star, you know. So I think it might have been like she's touched by the story of your parents and things, and like the fact that you there's no denying it now. They're going to see that you're a star because I think that's what I got from it. But I think we'll talk about it in a little bit when we get there. <laughs> we jumped so far ahead, but we're still inside the drag queen studio. And Rosé's only been doing drag for three years. We talked about it once. I just want to throw that out there again. She wants to do Broadway as Rosé. And she got further than Jan. So, yeah. What did you think about Rosé? <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, yeah, I think that it's nice to hear them talk about themselves a little bit. And... Um, we're bored, I girl. I just We're don't bored, have, I'm sorry. I don't get depth, and I don't want to be that. Like, I I love them. I think they're a fun person, and I think that they're such a fun human being to be around, you know? You've been around Rosé? For sure. No, I, I think they're a fun person oh. to be around. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. 
I'm just tired. Of, <laughs> just over it. But yeah. you know who we're not over, who we can never get enough of? It's Candy Meadows. Um, Candy Meadows. They told her that, you know, her pockets look was atrocious. <laughs> um, and she's like, Michelle's literally like, what What was the inspiration? And Candy's literally like, I don't know. I, I told a designer, pockets. Yeah. This is what they gave <laughs> she's me. Like, mm. Which I think was very clear. That she just told somebody the theme and yeah. was like, the fuck is this? To me, it's like, oh, I closed my phone You're out. Good. Sorry. All right, I'm back. To me, it's like, um, I don't know. I couldn't make those risks. If I was on RuPaul's Drag Race and I knew it was a theme, like, I would need to be in control of what right. was done. I, just I feel could like, not be like, it's, it's such pockets. a mad dash to the finish. I think it's like hard. You know, to it's easy to say that, but hard to do in the moment. I really don't know because I haven't been cast yet. So um, I don't <laughs> fault Candy. It seemed like she was struggling. And also they had to get ready for this season in a pandemic. Let's remember that. Okay. That's true. They, That's true. Uh, a uh, black and white striped on social media made their some of their garments and they said that they were like running around new york looking for different a specific type of fabric to do the LeMay, i think for candy and jesus that was so long ago and like just hearing about the story of going like uptown downtown this side this side like it sounded like an ordeal and i can only imagine having to do that with only a few weeks to get ready so i don't fault her but she's also just not the fashion girl. She's the club work girl. You know? That. And see, that's my thing is like, I'm tired of, he- I'm t- I would like to see that. Um, like, I know that Michelle doesn't like seeing leotards, but at the end of the day, what do 80% leotards, of the dark queens wear? Uh, leotards. I want to continue to wear them on Drag Race just to piss Michelle off. Like, I, I will be wearing my Chi Chi Devane leotard on the Drag Race runway, and I want you to read me for that <laughs> so I could be like, you didn't say that to Chi Chi. <laughs> or like, you know, I just think that there's a way to do it where it's not you can't take anything away from it. Cause like Lawrence Cheney did it. And I think Ellie diamond did it on the drag race UK runway, which obviously is a different runway with different standards. But I think that the way that they did it was having every ounce of what you saw them wearing was decked out and embellished. And it wasn't too much. It was very refined, but it made it more than just a leotard. That. But you can no, you I just think I, I just think that there's ways that you can have it, like you said, um, versus it being so. I, yeah. I mean, like, you could always <laughs> make it a, a gown that tears away to a leotard. That way they can't say nothing. Because <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Every like, oops, surprise. Tear away. Every single one. Ain't going to catch me slipping. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever have to live sing, there's gonna be some sort of reveal, some sort of gag, okay? Um that part. I need to have something that's gonna distract yeah. the world. <laughs> so Candy um has been in the bottom for weeks and weeks and weeks. And you know, she knows it. She also says that she's delusional. Um, because she's not surprised that she is there. She's like, No, I came here to win. So I'm not surprised that I'm here, but I'm also delusional. <laughs> I respect it. 
I think she knows what works. I, I honestly think, is there some delusion? Yeah. But don't we need a little delusion? Does she make good TV? That we need a little bit of if we my need a little something comes in the form going of candy on. self confidence. I want it, okay? Because she doesn't give one flying what anyone thinks about her, and it's so great. Like I, I think that's a great delusion to have as long as she has Elliot, baby. I think you need more self awareness. So as long as she stays self aware, I think she'll be fine. That. And then look, she might be delusional, but she knew when she fucked up. Olivia come off that fucking runway talking about that. It was great. I, I thought I did a great job. <laughs> yeah. I did amazing. I and think I won. It was the same way with the uh, improv challenge. Anyway, so Candy says that everything that she was made fun of for is now celebrated here on Drag Race. And I just think that is a beautiful way to like make your mark on the competition, you know? Yeah, I thought that was very kind. Those were good words to end yeah, up, like, in my opinion. If you're going to, you, you have to be unapologetically you and you have to make those things that make you different your quirks, like your your lovable qualities. Like everyone loves Candy's, or everyone who loves Candy, which there ain't a lot of us out here, but everyone who does loves the way that she talks and loves her attitude and, and, and everything that makes her unique. And the same for like Simone or Mick or Rose. Um, so those are the things you just got to embrace. Very that. And I think that it's, I don't know, I think that is a very good story to tell, you know? Yes. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, we are back. Where were we? Get, I have to get plugged in, and then I'm good. Okay. Do I have to do anything on the Zoom, or is the Zoom okay? The Zoom is okay. You can still see it. Um, I my thing my back went out, but I think it's still up. Zero three thirty ninety five. Yeah, I'm still in. Okay, sweet. Let me plug my headphones in, and then we are back in busyness. Okay, I'm back. So, hmm. hello. I was like, "What just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> this will be the best one. Okay. So then we get to Simone, and RuPaul asks her what she. No, Michelle asks her what she puts on her legs to make them so shiny and smooth, and she's like, "Just baby oil." <laughs> I, I lived. It. I love it because, like, so many people have asked that same question: like, what is it? Can't just be shea butter or baby oil. It's got to be a mixture or something. She's just like, nope, baby oil. <laughs> nope, it's baby oil. I love it. So then they talk about the House of Avalon and how they all moved from Little Rock, Arkansas, to LA, which is so interesting. Like, can you imagine? They were dedicated. I cannot imagine leaving my hometown for drag to move somewhere else to do better things with drag. I mean, but they're doing it. That's the thing. Gigi, good. That's what. It was a joke because I. Because <laughs> that's what I did. Uh, <laughs> well, true, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, uh, I was talking to Miss Toto, and she did the same thing. She moved to Chicago, and I'm just like, hey, it's working, girl. Like, do what you need to do, and you know, my dumbass. But like, is gonna the be down commitment. Here. The commitment of your whole family 
mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like to have a collective conversation and say, listen, we're all going to go and we're all going to do good and we're all going to have each other's backs blows my mind. That's going to be a strong bond, you know? That, and- like you've got, you've got to be gone. You had to kill the body and made it and gotten away with it. I love it. Uh, what it must be like to have friends. <laughs> I know. What does that feel like to have such a tight bond with Because they're like people? ride or dies. Like you're traveling across. Like I don't know nobody in this fucking state but you. <laughs> so <that's> scary. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, no, I think it's really cool, and I think it's working for them. And and if you want to be a star, you got to be where the stars are, baby. I guess. That's true. I guess. Uh, so RuPaul- I don't know. I feel like you're at a good spot, though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just know that I am dedicated to this city and that um, I want to, like, see to it that it gets its moment to shine. I want to, you know, put New Orleans on the map. You Like... Which is wild that it's not. That blows my mind. I mean, it is for tourism, but like for drag, I guess not necessarily. So, I don't know. I want to show them some Louisiana glamour. Show them some of that good. That good stuff. Are you yawning? Do I bore you? (laughs) No. No. I just took some. Um, now she called my drag boring. Oh my god! <laughs> I said, show them some. Oh, you took a Xanax? Is that what you're saying? No, I did take some medication though, just because my I am feeling a migrainey, McStainy. She just got her vaccine, hurting. y'all. She just got her vaccine. so RuPaul is obsessed with Simone's inner saboteur she's like you're so great I wonder how bad your inner saboteur is and I'm just like why why are you like this yeah where did that come from with the other two you praised the other two and then you said you have a flaw that I'm gonna feast on right and I was just like I mean does she have like I guess she like let it show a little bit but I think the bigger story was like how she has this shyness about her and that. Ru- RuPaul did say something profound about that, saying that it was a crutch like that was holding her back from exhibiting like the power that she has and that that power is available to her outside of drag, which I totally resonate with. What did you think? Oh, I fully same because I use Zanny to hide behind a lot of things. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I am ready to unpack this laundry. I don't think you need Zanny to hide behind a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I had to. It was right there. (laughs) Just know that anytime (laughs) you say a lot of, I'm going to think about a lot of and try to make it a lot of joke. (laughs) Uh, We say a a lot of jokes coming coming your way. (laughs) Um, She did tell me to tell you hello. She did text me and said, oh my God, tell Lobo hello. (laughs) Tell her I just got done talking to her. I'm done. No, I'm kidding. Um, So (laughs) yeah, I, I love the idea that we can use our drag personas to kind of enrich our out of drag lives because the same thing that we're doing in drag, we can easily do out of drag, you know, just put on the confidence, the persona and be the, the you that you dream of being. And I love that drag has that power. That. style. It's also crazy. Cause it's like doing drag gives you a voice almost, a, almost immediately. You know? Yes, because you have to choose one. You have to choose a perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And I think if I went to a bar and I was like, we need to do some corrective things. Everyone would be like, who the fuck? Like (laughs) what? But if I had a wig on and a dress on, I said, we need to do some corrective things. Half of the room would roll their eyes and the other half would be like, yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, drag queens are kind of like pillars of the society only or, or like the, the, the community, um, not society. God, they don't want us to be the police <laughs> of the society. Um, but of the community, just because of their visibility, like the, you, they're, we're highly visible with the glitter and the wigs and the costumes. Um, so, you know, people look to us to be that rallying cry sometimes. And, yeah. um, you know, it's very interesting. I love drag. Um, but speaking of drag, some, of these queens are not good at it when it comes to choreography. <laughs> Me. Me. Simone struggles as well, so you're not alone. She's fumbling over this chair, which I thought was cute. Um, but yeah, it's not looking cute for Simone at this point. And this is one of the places that we've seen her stumble before. What did you think? Um, I honestly, like, it makes me feel a little bit of sense of, like, comfort when it happens. Just because, like, I... I think everyone sees themselves in everyone. Like, I think it's like, just like a selfish trait of being human, Uh but it's nice to see someone that I can relate to and be like, Oh, I too would stumble with a chair. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm like, okay, so you're great at drag, but you're just not good at choreography. I feel seen. Um, but you know, what also made me feel seen was Mick getting word modifications. How'd Jamal going to say, we're not going to do counts. I'm going to do it on the words. Cause I know that you like that. Like, that's rigged. No, make me to be one, two, that five, part. six, seven, eight, like everybody else. Because if everyone could learn to the words of their verse, it would be so much easier. <laughs> also, I've watched him read people to filth for not paying attention to the counts. So I'm like, you don't get to just be nice when I you want to be nice, you know, Mr. Mick loves Jamal and Jamal loves Mick. I think there might be a relationship there in the future. I don't know. I don't know. You think? I don't know. <laughs> but we're seeing favoritism and we know that Mick loves Jamal. So I don't know. <laughs> so Candy gets her day on stage and um, she was told to make it a little more precise, but I think the choreography seems like pretty like chill. He said it was going to be really technical, but I'm just like, this is super simple. Yeah. I could do the choreography and that says, volume okay i think rosé's was adequately harder like it was more technical because she's rosé but i think like we said about this episode it's a filler episode. like they don't want it to be too hard to where they can't do it they want it to be like cute. everyone to succeed everyone does well yes they said we need this to be top charts covid happened and we need this to be number one so everyone has to do good okay i mean it's super catchy and i have listened to it again i just will say (laughs) so who knows it might be a banger for the summer um so rosé can't do the wop which i thought was very funny but they said that she needs to loosen (laughs) up overall which is also something we've heard all season and I think they're just kind of driving it home where we know that that's the reason she's not going to win because she couldn't lose enough. Um, I, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that it's just, they're such a good person. Again, I think I've said that like a million times. <laughs> like, they're so good. Let's build her up because we're just saying she's not going to win. It's okay. I think she knows she's not going to win. I think she would make a great All-Stars contestant. Yeah, it'd be cool to see her and Jan on All Stars. That's what I said, but I heard that Jan's on the next season of All Stars, which I think is a missed opportunity because they could hold off on both of them, 
bring Laguna on to a regular season and then put all that part. three of them on All-Stars together. All three of them together competing against each other. TV, gold. But, you know. Gold. Whatever. I am not a producer. I'm just a drag queen who can't even get cast. So, <laughs> it's elimination. Maybe. Day. you. Can- oh, sorry. You go ahead. <laughs> no, I said maybe. You're making me doubt. I'm like, maybe, maybe... Maybe you're on season 14. You're making a lot of hints. Maybe. Who knows? Mm. I'm the secret 14th queen on season 14. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it is elimination day and they talk about, you know, what they've learned on the season. Nick is like, hey, Simone, want to go on a roast tour? And at the end of the day, they're like, who is going to go home? Like, maybe it's one of us. Maybe it's none of us. We don't know. There's so many twists and turns. What do you think? Yeah, I <laughs> I think we all know. I mean, we all know that Candy Muse is going home, but since she asked the question, I guess we can't say Candy. I, I don't know. <laughs> they made her. The producer said, Candy, ask who you think's going home. <laughs> they were like, no, you ask her. No, you tell her. <laughs> you ask her. Yeah, no, you tell her. <laughs> okay, Candy, you should ask who's going to go home. <laughs> because, like, she has more bottom twos than anyone else in the top four. She has the least amount of wins. And we're all just kind of like, really, why is she here? Is it really just the personality? Is that why she's here? I mean, and it kind of is. Um, but RuPaul ends up keeping all of them. Spoiler alert. We skipped to the end. Um <laughs> And I see why. I mean, I think she's going to make for good TV on every single episode and that if you can have Candy Muse on every episode, why not? Right? The thing is, like, I... So I'm looking at this from, like, a perspective point. If I was Candy Muse, I would not want to make it to the finale. You think? I would not. Well, because you, no matter what, you come back to the finale, period, point blank. So... To me, if you already know you ain't, you're not going to win. You know what I'm saying? If Candy Muse wins, I would be shocked. I mean, um, but she will forever be able to say top four, bitch. Yes, but she'll forever ever say top four, bitch. But so the way I view it is like, she's not going to compete to the other ones when it comes to lip syncing or um, looks or turning it. So now you are going to have to have a, a presentation look for making it to top four. Then you have to have a performance look for being in top four. So that's two looks. So you're spreading yourself thin with that versus just doing one look. Then you got to lip sync against one, potentially two people. You're spreading yourself thin on that because everyone else lip syncs better than you when you already know you're not getting the crown. So it's like you could have, if you went home now, you could just focus your energy on one really good look, having a good one, two liner when they give you a speaking moment, that's going to make you forever memorable. Memorial. And then you're going home with a happy, with like a happy, whatever. I have a Mississippi education level. <laughs> but no, I feel you. Like you get a good, I versus now, like it's, if, if they would have let, you know, like if they would have let Silky go and they let Silky should have went home, she could have had that good, that good closing chapter versus losing. And the world seeing you not do a good well, job way, and then it, the memes and then yeah but you lose in like a comfortable confident like no. i did my best and then you lose and you have but here's the thing you lose and you have a redemption moment because when you come but back you can still have that the finale, you can still have that redemption moment at the finale or on all stars 
Yeah, you can see you could because have at the end of the day, you should be wearing your girl. best at the finale, whether you're an eliminated girl or you're still in the competition. It should be your fucking best. And that part. you, if you don't win, you always get a chance to come back for all stars. That's how Shea Coulee won all stars. You know what I mean? So I see like yeah. Candy Muse does like an overhaul of her drag and and like you know reassesses some things. She could come back and stomp an all stars because she has the personality she, and she has the acting. Like you know, like she she would be able to do it. Same with Rose. Yeah, I think she could. I think if Rose got uh, like yeah, like I spent some time after I didn't you know really hurt and I did some self thinking and then. I loosened up and realized that you can't be in control of everything. And now I'm back for all stars. That'd be a great edit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, it's clear that Simone and Mick are my top two. <laughs> Same. So I'm here for the roast tour. I'm here to see them go around and, and do a thing. I would gag. Um, so anyway, we get to the runway, runway, run, 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 runway. Run, runway. <laughs> and RuPaul is wearing this short, flirty number. It is so fucking cute. What did you think about it? I liked it a lot. I It was one of one of my favorite looks that they've worn, and I'm glad that they're showing more Legaroni. Yes, give us legs! On the runway. You know they came off and she put on the sweatpants right after. But it's super cute to see. That part. <laughs> um, so then we get to see... The lucky video. I was so excited about this because it's giving me like say my name vibes. It's very like top four here to show out. I don't know. I just live for the finale challenges. And it was one of the most, to me, it was one of the most visually iconic ones. Yes. My only- uh, obviously the one that they recorded in one shot, the one with Trixie and Shangela. Oh yes, and, that was sickening. Uh, that one was sickening, but this one I think was real cute and just like real. I think uh, American was cute too. Yeah, I think they're always cute to an extent, you know, but this one was super special because it was, you know, filmed in quarantine and, and it's just a lot different. They've got like the dancers in like uh, fencing masks and robes. It's very weird, but very cute. And the only thing I think it's missing is just like a follow spot light on the queens because like each box they're in is colored with lights, but that's the only light source. So they get a little color washed. It's weird. Yeah. I think like, you know, like I kind of like, I like it, but I just wish if there was a spotlight on their face so we could see their beautiful makeup. Like, I think it would just be great, but I'm nitpicking. It's great. It's very fun to watch. What did you think about each performance? So let's start with Mick. I thought Mick had the most time and I, the only that so before I knew it was night like nightgown attire, I was a little bit let down with what they mm-hmm. wore, and then when I realized they all were wearing like robes and kind of like nightgown esque energy, I was like, oh, okay, I'm here yeah, for this. Was- but at first, I was like, you wore a bra, panty, and a corset on your finale, and then I was like, oh my gosh. But then, like I said, the one I saw everyone kind of in the same energy. I was like, oh, this was obviously a theme. Yeah, I think they had to have provided those costumes for them. I don't think that they brought those. See, I don't know, because Candy's was a whole different element as well as Rosé's. But I feel like they had to, like, coordinate. Like, what if Candy and Rosé both brought pink? Yeah, well, I, I feel like it's black or like, I think they told you either. I don't think they're wearing yellow. Were they wearing yellow? Cause I thought it was like black or pink. Wait, are you talking about white. the main, the, the, 
shower? The the lip sync, the video? Yeah. Um They all were different they all were a different color story. Like did they? Because I thought it was like I thought the like maybe the producer would have been like either wear a black or a white. No, no, no. because Nick it's light. Is black blue. Blues. Candy is yellow. Rose is pink, and um, Simone is orange. Yes. Well, then maybe they like told them in the thing, like you know, like if you make it to f- final four, this is your color. That's fair. That's fair. They yeah. If they because I can't see, I can't justify. Array. I can't justify a producer giving got mick literally a bra a panty a corset and gloves like maybe they got to and then giving candy like like maybe they maybe. got to i just to, their to then have and candy like wanted yeah like hers is not much different it's just a one piece over a two piece you know yeah but it just like i just i think it looks a little bit more constructed i guess but I see know. the the question I is, know I'm the question is have they posted it on instagram and tagged a designer because that's what lets me know whether it's custom or not. You know? Oh, that's true. That be truthful. So, yeah, I don't know. But looking at God Mix, um, I think you said it's longer. I think that she just used her time better. I think that she like had really quick spitfire words. And that's what made it seem longer. Yeah. But I think they also had the best verse. Like, it was just, like, Same. pop gold. I was just like, oh, this song's going to be a hit. And then I heard everybody else's, and I was like, oh, okay, they should have saved Mick for last. <laughs> also, I did see, a lot of times when they zoomed out, I did see Rosé stumble in the Ooh, choreography. So, I did, did you not, not see it? it? But now I'm going to rewind. Rewind it. Like, they're all kind of, like, in a moment, and you can see that they're very much so running around, um trying to be at the right place at the right time to do the right thing. Like, it's very, I can see well, them being like, you know, oh, they I'm made it here. look very good um, in the final product because you're the only person who noticed that. <laughs> I saw, I, well, I was like, oh, no, they're going to be in the bottom. And then I thought it was Candy and Rosé, and I was like, oh, this oh. makes sense. So when there wasn't that. Interesting, but. And especially. Huh? Especially but I was also, like, hyper-focused on their performance because that was the critique they had when they were doing choreography was that they needed to work on their choreography where everyone else got like yeah perfect 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 so i may have hyper focused on that at this point i had stopped caring about the competition because i just felt like it wasn't going to matter unless somebody did something egregious (laughs) and fucked up like you know at this point i'm just like they're going to make them look as good as possible and yeah because like looking at candy's dancing she's not doing a whole lot but she's doing what she was asked to do so it works you know well actually i'm she's not doing the choreography that she showed us Oh, but look right here. Look right here. Okay, bottom left corner. Okay, we're looking for Rosé to stumble. We will let you know if it is what we actually see. That wasn't a slip. She didn't slip there. Not like a slip, but it just seems very... um, It's just very, like, stiffly... I got, like... When you can tell, like, someone's performing, you can tell they're thinking about the words that's coming up next versus performing... It was very that. Energy. I will say that Rosé killed her verse. It was top two yes. verses um, for sure. Like, I did like um, Simone's verses, though. I'm just saying that because she's on. I liked how she did I her did word like play. Her, I mean, okay, I looked on fucking Twitter and she got, or maybe it was Instagram, she got a comment from Ariana Grande who was like, this cadence, and I was just like, 
What a gag. Ariana Grande noticed you and lived for your cadence and how you, you know, put your words in. And I was wondering what she meant when she said she was going to say the words funny to the beat. And that made sense. You know, uh, I like how she did it. It stood out. Yeah. Um, when in doubt, stand out. So I love it. But if I had to rank them, I would say Mick first place, Rosé second place, Simone third place, and then Candy fourth place. See, I would do Mick, Simone, Rosé, Candy. Mick, Rosé, Simone, Candy. Yeah, that's what I said. Is that what you said too? That's what you said. I said I said Mick, Simone, Rosé, oh, Candy. Oh, okay, okay. I see you. I'm not mad at it. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the Lucky video. It was really, really, really cute. I love it. You know who my least favorite one was? Oh, Good yeah. Ball. Her part wasn't the best, but, you know, it's her fucking song. If she's getting the royalties, so power to her. <laughs> power to, power to RuPaul. <laughs> so the final runway is <laughs> All hail Drag RuPaul. Excellence. And Mick comes out as Spot Mick. Um, what did you think about this look? Oh my god, did you come up with that I think name, it was Spot something Mick? they said as, uh, when they were giving critiques. <laughs> okay, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, I mean, yeah, I I think it's really creative. I like it. I think that the the, the nude circles could have been placed a little bit better. Um, I know I said this like when yeah, we did right. the, the video, but I just, I would have, this is the perfect time to me, for me personally, to have like the cutout on the butt and like maybe uh, like they you know, they were iconic with their, um, what was it called? Pasties, like having a cutout so they could show I off their pasties. Like, I just think there could have been more constructed, um, where the new circles were. I think the reason were. they did the butt is because I'm looking at the bottom circle that's cut out and they're wearing t- pads and tights. So maybe they didn't want to show padded ass, but, um, True. you know, I agree with the placement, but I just think it was so like we're nitpicking because it's such a high drag look. Like it's so polished, it's so great. Like that, there's not really anything to take away. And it was very yeah, dumb. exactly. Um, then we have Candy Muse who comes out in this mesh fantasy. What did you think about this? I actually loved this outfit and I loved this hair until they started yeah. performing. And then when I saw it move in the performance energy, it. It was very I distasteful. I just wanted a different color palette um, for it. See, I like the color palette reminds me of like McDonald's Play Place yeah. early two thousands, and I, I just that's like mm-hmm. nostalgic to me. But maybe that's not what I guess. That's I don't think that I don't think that they would take that as a compliment. If I said right, that to them. but I just think like if it was a cohesive color palette, it would have sold a story a little bit better. But I'm not really sure. It didn't give me finale. It didn't give me drag excellence. So. It did not give me finale or drag excellence. This is true. Then we have Rosé coming out in a Scottish tartan eleganza. Uh, what did you think about this? Which I thought it was, I thought it was really pretty. I think it could have been like constructed a little bit better at the waist area. And then um, same thing. I just like I've seen we've seen very similar looks with very similar patterns that I would have liked to seen it done a little differently. And. More I love it. I, I think it's gorgeous. I think it's what I think of when I think of Rosé Best Drag, you know? Um, I just, my problem comes in with this hair. It feels like it's very, uh, it's not the, it's not finale hair to me, you know? Like, sure, it's really long and sure, it's really big, but like, it just seemed pretty simple. But to me, it was too top heavy. 
It seemed very simple. And well, it, I think the, she the, needs the top, top of the. Heavy. Okay. I think it weighs, uh, it like, you know, balances out her features the bigger her hair. Yeah. But, like, go back, go back to the, to where you can see, like, the, the bay. The bay. If you can. I know it's a very. See, I just think that, like, there's no. While it's nice that it's volume, the top is not styled correctly. It's, there's too much weight on the left yeah, side. Yeah, there's something right. And so when she turns, when she turns, like, not this way, but when she turns yeah. sideways, like this, it does not flatter right. her face shape. I think if she would have had a more styled, like, like the I, hair is so big and voluptuous, and then your bang styling yeah, was I so small. Yeah, I think this one probably looked a lot different when, before she packed it. I think that might be what it is. And she just tried to get it back True. to where it needed to be. <laughs> and I think it could have used yeah. a little bit more life. I think that maybe if she wore it, like, that looks like a wig that she's never worn. She got it and she threw it on when she got there and was like, oh, I think maybe had she worn it a few times, kind of messed with it and kind of let it naturally form you know, to what yeah. she does, then it would look yeah, a little exactly. bit more organic. Like those curls at but the again, bottom were, were like fresh out the bag curls. Exactly. They could have been a, they right. been anyway, a little bit. Anyway, then we get to Simone who's giving us this like beautiful regal like blue purple fantasy i love it it's gorgeous absolutely sent me everything about it the only thing that i would have liked to have seen would have been like a choker pearl necklace yeah just like some more jewelry or something she's got her whole decolletage out and like a little little bit but these girls don't wear jewelry no more that's and like a little bit bigger earrings i don't wear jewelry at all Without a doubt, but if I was doing a finale look and I had that, I would be so mad at myself if I mm-hmm. did not have something around my throat. Mm. I don't know. Jewelry just takes it to a drag place for me. I'm not saying if you're not wearing jewels, you're not wearing doing yeah. drag, but I'm not not saying that. <laughs> I am stoning the, the the first time I've ever stoned an outfit to like the level of like intense stoning for like the first time and. I understand. Like I'm looking at how different this outfit is looking yes. now that I'm stoning it, and I'm like, it okay, can take the basic from basic to like slightly less basic. Like it is so it can elevate a look for sure. Um, so yeah. some of these looks need no elevation. The girls look great. Um, then we get to the critiques, and of course, they're not saying anything negative. Uh, Rosé is a total package. It really touched Rue when Mick talked about their parents. Simone showed the world how to get back up after you fall down and just continue to be excellent. And then um, they do the talk to your childhood self thing. So what did you think about all of that? Um, I think it was a lot of emotions to unpack. A lot of positive emotions, but a lot of emotions to unpack. I'm just like, oh, God. After, After the runway check me out until the lip sync and then I I might check back in but the, the finale top four lip sync is usually a snooze fest as well. That part I there are many times that I mentally had to be like oh wait oh wait um, because it was just it was so much and then to have such a strong therapy session when it was uh, like interviewing the top four to then going to them looking uh, at their baby so photos to then them praising them on the runway i just like i if i had a, a deeper connection to them i would love to see it but to me i was just kind of like i want to see i want to see the fight like i want to see the top four fight for the crown i want to see the knit the grit somebody the dirt like home. i want to see the championship i want to see somebody go home i want to see some bloodshed like this yes. is a competition 
I do not want to see four miscongenialities. I want to see four. I want this, and I'm gonna do everything I can to get this. Because I think that's what destiny. I think that's what destiny. LOL, I think that's what makes mm-hmm. you destined to be a winner. Is like we've all seen the journey for all of them. We don't need to see any more journey for any of them. We need to see now if they can take what they have shown us and yeah, I would it love it to fight. be like on Dra- and that's what I wanted. when they would do stuff like ghosties. I would love it to be like here's where you show that you are America's Next Drag Superstar, and they have to do like a daytime talk show interview uh then they have to go do a performance and then they have to go do they like you know make it like all right we're putting all of your skills to the test in one challenge exactly but in one challenge i do love that this was not a boring lip sync because it was a whitney club mix which i thought was so great for a finale <laughs> I enjoyed it and it was definitely one of my favorite. I just mentally I could not imagine having to sit through like cuz you know that makes in real life is yeah, probably like 6 minutes. Them, like, so having to sit there for have to. I don't know. I feel like even then that's 3 minutes and 3 minutes and th- like I would just, just self compare which I know you're supposed <laughs> to self compare to the lip thing. But like 12 minutes of which 12 minutes of Whitney is amazing. But like I would no matter what, who went first, I'd love them, and then I would constantly compare everybody else to that. Well, versus I mean, watching that's literally the judges' once, job. You know? but the contestants they just got to watch. I mean, I would be curious to watch how everyone else interpreted it. I would be so interested because I love watching drag. If I could watch a show, and I've thought about producing this, a show where every single performer does the same song, but they do it differently, like I think that would be fascinating because you just get to see everyone's different interpretations. That see that would be cute, and I would enjoy that if I knew that's what I'm subscribing to. Right, but we didn't know we were getting you know? this, RuPaul. But when it, yeah, and when it comes to the energy of like top four, I, I want to see that again. I want to like I want to see the fight. Well, I want to see the they're going to edit it all side and so by it's kind of hard to see that comparison side by side. Okay, <laughs> just not on the same stage. Okay, yeah. you still see Candy <laughs> doing the kick and the twirl. Yeah, you get the idea. All right. See, I didn't even ah! see Candy during that lip sync. Oh my god. But I do love that they do this. I love that we get to see them lip sync one last time and it wasn't just voiceovers of them talking about how far they've come because we've already done all that. So that's good. Um, and I think they just had to do some sort of twist and the twist was that, you know, we're going to have you all do it one at a time because COVID. So, I mean, that's probably not why. That's to say, I don't think they... I think it was. They probably couldn't have all four of them but they've performing because I would break. You know, like here they can they've already apart. been together and like untucked. So they're a pod at this point. They're fine. It's not COVID. It's just true. They want to true. Do something different. Right. But <laughs> they won't be extra. at the end of the day, I loved it. I didn't think anybody won the lip sync. I thought they all did well, literally all of them. And at the end of the day, Simone stepped forward, Mick stepped forward, Candy stepped forward. Rose stepped forward. <laughs> I was like, man, if she eliminates Rose right here, the white gays are going to riot. So she didn't do that. She let all yeah. four of them stay. And we have a top four, one more or two more weeks. What did you think? Two more? Yep, same. Yawn. <laughs> I, I was like, dang it, dang it, dang it. <laughs> I I wanted to see someone go home so yeah. bad. I mean, and you think it would be Candy? Yeah, I think it I would do. 
Um, I think that we should have had lip, we should have had Candy and uh, Rose lip sync against each other. Yeah, Rose would have turned it out, and it would make me appreciate Rose a little bit more, especially seeing that like fight at the very end. And then I think that would make the finale That's a little fair. bit more interesting because then they could be like, "I almost went home. I've got to prove it." Like these other people are sickening, and like I was in the bottom. Like I have a lot to prove. And then I would like their fight a little bit more. And then the top two. I personally would, I'm just excited to see them because I'm excited to see them. And then I would like to see Candy show up, have a good one, two, one liner, which they're known for and being sickening in an outfit. And that would have been my dream. I love that. I want to see something like, I want to see something like, cause I don't think Rosé did poorly. I don't at all. I think that she did a good job. I didn't see her trip or whatever you saw. So I think that, it's cute. So I think that it would have been cool if they had like candy, like you're the only person who stumbled. All right. So you have one last chance to redeem yourself and you're going to lip sync. Any one of you other bitches want to lip sync against her. <laughs> like, And then have Rosé be like, well, <laughs> I've never lip synced, so I guess I'll try. And then like her and candy do, you know, like I want to see more shenanigans like that. Like one of y'all has to nominate yourself to lip sync. <laughs> that would have I want to see more me. stuff like that like I can't wait to see like after this opening how they switch up the game or next time it would have been nice for maybe for them to be like Candy Muse you're in the bottom all of the other ones you're in the top which is why we're going to have the top person lip sync against the bottom person and if you win then you stay and if the person beats yes. you then you go home and then if they would have been like, Candy, you stay, I could have yes. been like, she bought. To as stay. long as nobody has to They're go home, that's her. not Candy. Well, you know, I want it to be something where like, no matter what, yeah. Candy's the only person going home or she's not, you know? <laughs> but this is, again, why we're not producers because this yeah. doesn't make no sense. You know, they kept it simple. They kept it to where America could understand it. <laughs> and we we're just drag queens talking shit. So <laughs> at the end of the day. Oh, wait. Well, that's what? true, though. That's a valid statement because we view things so much differently than regular average, right, exactly. you know, TV watchers. So that's true. We're probably yeah, looking we're at this queens. way more intensively because yeah. it, we, because we're drag queens. Where I got home, someone probably Girl, is that's like, too much. There's, you know, there's some 40 year old woman who's like, yeah, so well, well, I think almost everyone, you know, candy that's in that demographic, but. I'm sure she has a lot of fans who are like, so glad she made it. I'm one of the people who's glad she made it because anytime she's on TV, it's gold. So I want to see her get as far as she can. Um, see, I personally did not, when Candy got casted, I was not happy. And then when they were on the show, I became yes. very impressed with their energy and the way they controlled the. Um, the way they controlled the confessionals and just like their conversations in general and their energy, I like quickly became a huge fan of them. So I don't know. I think very highly of them in that essence. And I'm excited to yes. see them after the show. Absolutely. Where absolutely they're going to go. So we're team candy here. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but now that we've gotten to the episode, <laughs> who do you think is going to take the crown in two weeks? I personally Same. feel like it's going to be Gottmik, um, but I would like to see Simone or Gottmik take it. I feel but like I it's, it's very Dragon Okay, Like we all thought it was going to be Lawrence, but we wanted it to be Bimini, or at least that's how I felt at the beginning of the season. 
and like you know towards the end um, very that but i feel like it's like we all want it to be simone but i have a feeling it's going to be gavik so we will see same very much that and not gonna lie i would very much like to see simone on all stars i would love I to see be it cute. because i want more simone on my tv but god i want her to just win she deserves it the first time <laughs> like she just deserves i would love to see mick on another season that, okay? okay how about that or you know what give them both the crown it's fine just give yeah. them both the crown yeah uh, the only time i think i, could I mean the only time for a double, double crowning crown. was shay and Besides, Sasha. that was the time Sasha to do it. And- okay that was the Doesn't time they to do it. Sasha. Anyway, but since it didn't happen, it's fine. It's whatever. Gagatrandra. Um, I really want Simone to win. That is my prediction. But we have two weeks to find out because next week is the reunion. And then the week after that is the actual finale, which makes me think, what the fuck are we going to do with the whole hour for the finale? But whatever. The reunion is here. And Tamisha Iman says that her yeah. and Candy will never be friends. What did you think? about this and what are your predictions for this reunion? I think that I think there's more to that statement. I hope that it's not true. I want to see them be able to like, you know, be cool, but I love that. Yeah. I think it's like, we're not going to be friends. We're going to be sisters at the end of the day. Like I think that's how that conversation, but we'll see. They love a misdirect, but I mean, I could also see Tamisha being like, look, I don't have to like everybody. It's fine. And I mean, I, I love that because like, I don't have to have any ill will towards you to know that we are not going to hang, you know, like we're just, there are people, there Friends. are certain people yeah. that I'm just like, you stay over there and that's fine. I, I really don't have anything negative to say about her. <laughs> just not for me. So yeah, um, yeah. we will see. I'm excited to see everyone come back. Um, I expect a lot of, uh, expected conversations maybe some racism talk with elliot that would be cute um but other than that i just want to get to the finale final please please see i would have liked the finale finale the finale and then i would have liked the reunion after the season don't make us wait because then we could see some i would love finale drama about the winner a, a reunion after the finale so you can see like mad bitches who's like i don't think you should have won and all i just want all of it you know give us a real reality show reunion that and this reality show better be live if it's, no, gonna be zoomed, not, want, it's not gonna be live lol nothing is gonna be live. Of it, and i'm like it better be Except live I, have a, I, I just before yeah. rupaul's drag race goes off of our televisions i want to see a live season where people vote it would be chaos but oh, it would be, be cute. so cool to see <laughs> but anyway that brings us to the end of our tea and speculation about this episode and basically this season do you have any final thoughts i don't i think that it all in all the girls were sickening i just think that production was dealt a very heavy card and as much as it they was exhausting did. it, it ended up make being the best like a it. season that got us all the way through quarantine so i I'm not mad at that fact. I'm actually grateful for all the drag race, you know, that we've been given. Um, and yeah. now it's time to wrap this shit up with a bow and get on to Drag Race España and Down Under. <laughs> so much but thank you race. so much for being my co-host for the virtual viewing party and also for the podcast. It's been a blast talking with you and catching up. Um, 
Do you have anything you want to promote? Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they do votes. I don't know how that works, but I'm very excited. I will be doing that within the next couple months. I am currently working on my run, not runway, what is it called? My promo look. And I'm very excited about it because it's 100% myself and I'm doing a lot of the crafting myself. So I'm piecing it together. So it's going to be very much me presented. I love that. So I'm yes. anxious about that. Well, but, yeah. congratulations on Drag Survivor. So maybe that's me predicting your inevitable win, but I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to see how you do. Um, but thank you so much. I love you. Tell them where they can find you. Tell them where they can find you. I love you too. Um, yes, you can find me on Instagram, uh, zanny.ex and also on Facebook, it's just zannyx. Um, and then Twitter, <laughs> I think it's just zannyx as well. Just I don't know. Look I, don't for really, I only tweet dumb stuff, so don't be stressed about <laughs> finding me a dealer. <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, thank you so much. <laughs> Have a great night. All right. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I can't wait to do it again next week. Anchor allows you to send in voice messages. So check out the link in the episode notes if you have any questions or comments for the show. And we just might respond to them on air. Until next time, keep it cute. Keep it real, and don't let anyone steal your joy. I'm Laveau Contraire, and this has been Local Drag. <laughs>